I'm Jade. And I'm Shauna. And this is Wellness Speaks. A podcast about functional medicine and healthy living. Welcome to Wellness Speaks. Today we are talking about our favorite culinary herbs and their medicinal benefits. So finding those tasty blends of herbs and spices in the kitchen can be fun. And when you're cooking at home, it's really easy to change up the flavor profiles of the dishes um, just by changing the blend of spices that you put on. So all of these spices have been used since humans first discovered fire and began cooking, maybe even before then. Uh, And many spices not only offer a tasty twist on your average foods, but they can actually bring really great therapeutic benefits as well. So uh, one of the greatest benefits of many spices is their ability to improve digestion. And uh, some of the specific herbs and spices that are really, really great for digestion is like ginger and cumin and coriander, turmeric and peppercorn, which is black pepper, basically. Um, Ginger, chili and peppercorn are also great uh, at increasing pancreatic trypsin, which helps in the breakdown of proteins. Yum, spices. So coriander is something that I do not use enough of. I always forget about coriander. Always. I use it, um, I use like it, you know, cilantro leaf form, but I don't mm-hmm. really use it as the seed. Yeah. Uh, very yeah. often, so. I'm going to have to start like integrating that. I didn't realize that it was a digestif. Yeah. <laughs> So these herbs have really spanned the gap, um, you know, between that like culinary and medicinal use for centuries, I would say. Like I often wonder, did people start using herbs because they tasted good and then they discovered that they also had these medicinal benefits or did they start using them because maybe they had medicinal benefits and then we're like, hey, these are also delicious. Let's put them on our food. Um, good point. <laughs> I'm like, which came first there? No. Um, But they are often used as carminatives. So what a carminative is, is it's something that helps to relieve gastrointestinal distress. So things like bloating or intestinal gas. Um, Some really popular carminatives are things like anise and cinnamon and fennel and peppermint. And some studies have actually shown that fennel all by itself, um, but also in combination with things like lemon balm and chamomile, will help with infant colic. So I really like to combine those three, um, the fennel, lemon balm, and chamomile, along with marshmallow root because it's a demulcent and very soothing. I like to combine, combine these in a tincture for a nursing mother to drink when her infant is dealing with gastrointestinal issues. Because those yeah. car- the carminative properties, they pass through the breast milk and to the baby. So that's like a super beneficial way to um, help medicinally treat a nursing infant without actually having to introduce anything to their gut. Yes. I love chamomile. I use it for almost everything. And mm-hmm. marshmallow root, I use um, also for like a deep congestion. It really helps mm-hmm. if you have a cough. It helps just kind of soothe the bronchioles and it's super super medicinal for that type of thing so I make a cough it's a good one syrup. to have on hand for that I make a cough syrup with marshmallow root and licorice and some other things in it and I 
I can tell when I make it and it doesn't have the marshmallow root. I can tell it doesn't have that like coating soothing action quite as yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, also ginger and peppermint have been used for over 20 centuries as antiemetics, which means that they assist in preventing nausea and vomiting. Um, an actual ran- randomized trial found that 1 to 1.5 grams a day of dried ginger was effective in preventing nausea and vomiting in pregnancy. So my oldest son used to get car sickness so bad. Anytime we would go anywhere on any kind of a road trip, um, he would, it was bad. (laughs) Uh, So we started, yeah. So we started giving him ginger before any road trip and it was so super effective for car sickness as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, As long as he had it about 20 minutes before the road trip, he would not get sick at all. It was perfect. Nice. Uh, so I was happy to figure that one out. <laughs> did, and did you guys give uh, him like a capsule to take or did he eat we, it? Or? We eventually gave him a capsule. We started with like the ginger candies, uh-huh. which those do have a lot of sugar in them most of the time because, you yeah. know, ginger can be very overpowering spicy. and yeah, spicy. I like to just chew on ginger. So if, <laughs> if you like that, if your kid likes that. <laughs> That's intense, Shauna. I love it. I know. I'm I'm kind of intense like that. I'm one of those people that thinks it's a little bit spicy, but that's okay. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it can get a little spicy for sure, but Uh I'm good with it. So yeah, I didn't make my son do that. (laughs) Here, chew on the ginger root. (laughs) We started with the candies and then once he was able to swallow capsules, then he took the capsules for that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And cinnamon is also a very effective anti-emetic, and this is another great option for children um, or those that find the ginger to be too spicy. Uh, And powdered cinnamon can mix into applesauce or yogurt with some probiotic capsules for children who might have some mild cases of gastroenteritis as well. That's a great way to get it into them. Yeah, so cinnamon bark actually contains an oily chemical called cinnamaldehyde that kills a variety of bacteria, including E. coli, salmonella, and Staphylococcus aureus. And cinnamon is also believed to help regulate the menstrual cycle. Uh, Cinnamaldehyde has also been found to have a tranquilizing effect that helps to reduce anxiety and stress. So it would need to be taken probably on a regular basis to experience those benefits. Yeah, to like build up Mm -hmm. in the body. Mm -hmm. Um, Basil, we talked about that briefly, uh, is an herbal carminative. So what we said earlier about that is that it means that it can relieve your stomach upsetting gas. So one possible explanation for its carminative effects is that it contains a compound called eugenol, which has been shown to help ease muscle spasms. So similar in effect to the way that peppermint works. Yeah. I love to use basil and of course like pasta dishes and sauces, Mm -hmm. but I also um, love just adding fresh basil to salads and smoothies. It's really, really good in smoothies. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, you know, I love a Capri salad every once in a while. Oh, yeah, for sure. I had a garden a couple of years ago um, and I grew, I planted a basil plant and it went crazy. And I had more basil than I knew what to do with. I was eating Caprizi salads like every day. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like, so funny how you and I pronounce almost everything differently. I know we do. It's fine. Um, and you know, Oklahoma, Texas, it's not that big of a I know, like we're not even that far but... apart. Um, but yeah, the basil was crazy. And uh, this was several years ago when I still had time in my life to um, make mojitos, but I would drink mojitos with basil instead of mint because I had all this basil plant. They're so good. So good. But um, if you're not a drinker, you can also infuse water with like basil and cucumber. It's mm-hmm. so good. So mojitos, is, yeah. maybe not so much part of an anti-inflammatory diet, but that um, cucumber <laughs> basil water could be. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds delicious. It's really good. Um, I'm hoping to start a garden this year since I have a huge backyard now to do it in that belongs to me instead of somebody else because uh, <laughs> we bought our house this summer. But um, I would like to have some basil in it for awesome. sure. And also maybe some garlic. So garlic is, you know, everybody's familiar with garlic. Everybody loves garlic. If you don't love garlic, I don't know if I can be your friend. Um, but garlic is so good and it's so easy to add into almost anything, right? So intact garlic cloves contain this odorless sulfur containing amino acid called allium. And then when the garlic is crushed, the allium becomes allicin. So research has shown that the allicin actually helps to lower cholesterol and blood pressure, and it can help by preventing blood clots. So Um, this helps to reduce the risk of developing atherosclerosis, which is like the hardening of the arteries. So garlic is really good for cardiovascular health. Um, garlic has been shown to be effective in killing off many organisms as well. So this includes bacteria and viruses that can cause things like earaches and flu and colds. Um, you know, like those mulin garlic drops that you put in your ear when you have an ear infection, those straight up have a garlic infusion in them. Yeah, we use those um, quite regularly. Mm-hmm. If, if there's any kind of a cold going on, we just go ahead and start using it as a preventative measure. Nice. Also, I crush garlic and add it to some raw honey at the first sign of any cold in our house. And it can be a little overpowering. You're so crazy. (laughs) I imagine doing this and I'm like, Oh man, I just see you like gnawing on a ginger root and crushing garlic into honey and like just eating it by the spoonful. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I like spicy. It doesn't bother me, (laughs) but it's good stuff. Yeah, it works. no, it is for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so research also indicates that garlic is effective against digestive ailments and diarrhea. Um, so it's also been shown to be effective in cancer prevention, which is super interesting. Um, it's it's really good stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I guess, you know, garlic is one of those things that people are either going to love or hate. No, but... everyone loves garlic. Oh, well, okay, <laughs> we can tell ourselves that. <laughs> Maybe just not in the same perspective that you do. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I can add it to other things as well, not just raw honey <laughs> by the spoonful. <laughs> but I'll also add it to some fresh homemade salsa or soups and pretty much any cooking dish that I do. I'm I can the same add way. some garlic yeah. in there. I do. Yeah. I do, too. I add garlic into almost everything. I mean, like soups or sauteed. I mean, any sort of uh, roasted vegetable automatically gets 
garlic on it. Like, it, yeah. yeah, garlic goes on everything. And it is important to go ahead and say that he does destroy the allicine, the really effective compounds. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you want to try to add it in right before you eat it or and mix it in kind of towards the after, end of cooking. Yeah, towards the end of cooking. Um, so rosemary is another one that is a really, really good medicinal herb, and it is one of the richer herbal sources of antioxidants, and it contains 19 chemicals with antibacterial action that help fight infection. So traditionally, rosemary was used to treat asthma, and um, this was due to its super volatile oils that can reduce the airway constriction that's usually induced by the histamine. So I add rosemary to soups, and it's so delicious. Mm -hmm. It pairs really, really well with mushrooms. So I basically add it to any type of soup that contains mushrooms. (laughs) Um, Also, if you stir-fry mushrooms with a little balsamic vinegar and olive oil and then add some rosemary, it's super delicious. That sounds delicious. I love mushrooms. I eat them so much. They're so good. Um, I love them so turmeric is something that most of us are probably familiar with as an anti-inflammatory and the constituent in turmeric that has those anti-inflammatory effects is curcumin. Um, so this has significant effects in relieving rheumatoid arthritis and, and pain associated with carpal tunnel syndrome. So curcumin has also been shown to lower cholesterol and turmeric is packed with antioxidants so this includes your vitamins a c and e um turmeric goes really well in soups and fresh grated turmeric on a salad is delicious and i think a lot of people probably are from whether they know they're familiar with it or not but turmeric is the yellow ingredient in yellow curry so i really really love curry i make curried chicken dishes a lot at home um with like bell pepper and onion and a lot of garlic and we use uh riced cauliflower instead of rice but that's super tasty awesome sounds tasty mm-hmm. um Yeah, so a couple of ways that I really like to incorporate herbs and spices is I like to make salad dressing. So uh, I can also use this on like gluten-free pasta or a spaghetti squash. It's super delicious that way. Or if you spiralize your zucchini, you can use it on that. So I use about a quarter cup of olive oil and then add about five garlic cloves mashed and then add several different fresh um, or dried herbs. So right now I like the combination of oregano, thyme, and basil, and then I add in some sea salt and then fresh ground pepper. And you just use maybe like a tablespoon of that or so on your um, salad. And also, I guess I should have mentioned this earlier when we were talking about cinnamon, but I add cinnamon to our still cut gluten-free oatmeal and while it's cooking. And that is a great way to get that in and also for the kids to eat it. It's a super good and tasty way. Mm-hmm. Uh, also like I try to make a green smoothie every day and I love just throwing in various herbs into that. So right now I'm loving to add basil and peppermint leaves and ginger root. Um, it's super, super delicious. That sounds good. You know, that's something that I don't really think about is throwing herbs into my smoothies a lot. And I don't know if I would use dried 
herbs in yeah, my smoothies, but dry. fresh but ones fresh. would be, yeah, really tasty. They're very tasty, very yeah. tasty. And soups are another way to easily incorporate these uh, fresh herbs and spices. So spices can be a bit intimidating if you aren't familiar with how to use them. And also, um, you know, their price point at the grocery store can definitely be put off-putting. It's just, it's crazy how much some of those spices cost. Yeah, they can be super pricey. And um, I used to feel really limited in the spices that I could use. But what I started doing is I buy all of my spices in bulk at health food stores. So most health food stores will carry bulk spices. Um, We have a natural grocers in the city we live in and the ones there are all organic so that's usually where I stock up and they come in like Ziploc type bags that are uh, resealable so they're really really affordable and then what I did is I just ordered my own glass jars and labeled them myself um, and I just refill from the bulk bags and I keep the bulk bags like up on a shelf in my cabinet so in addition to keeping like my single spices like this, I started making my own bulk spice blends. So some that I always keep on hand are pumpkin pie spice, because I like to put that in almost anything that I bake, like sweetbreads type things. Yeah. Um, also, it goes good in oatmeal. Um, an Italian sausage blend, which I use all the time, and Mexican seasoning. Um, and there's a couple others that I make sometimes. So sometimes I have this like chorizo spice blend, which is really good. I use to make meatballs that they make this delicious sauce in there. It's yummy. Um, and then sometimes I have this like smoky spice blend on hand that has chipotle powder in it. But, um, one of my favorite cookbooks ever is the practical paleo book and inside that cookbook they have this whole two-page spread of spice blends and spice salt blends and I use these constantly in cooking um, and I keep them on hand but I've tweaked them a bit for my own use in finding just like the the flavor profile that I like the best so I make these in bulk and then fill my jars and then store the rest in airtight bags so it makes it super easy when I'm cooking rather than trying to like be like you know Oh, let's put this amount of oregano and this amount of this and whatever. I can just throw a few tablespoons of my blend in there. Um, So two of my favorites are the Italian sausage blend and the pumpkin pie spice blend. So the Italian sausage blend is modified from the Practical Paleo cookbook. Um, I use a half teaspoon salt. Their recipe calls for a full teaspoon and is way too salty. Um, and then one teaspoon ground fennel. So that means it's powdered a half teaspoon ground sage, a half teaspoon garlic powder, a half teaspoon onion powder. And then I like to add a quarter teaspoon ground red pepper flakes. I like my Italian sausage spicy. Um, so if you don't like the spice, I recommend either not adding that much or not adding any of it. Um, so this is really good in like pork or a pork and beef blend for things like meatballs. Um, I also use this and I add a quarter cup of maple syrup to ground pork along with this blend to make breakfast sausage. And it's really, really good. Um, The other one is pumpkin pie spice. And so this one, I use three tablespoons of ground cinnamon, two teaspoons of ground ginger, two teaspoons of nutmeg, one and a half teaspoon of ground cloves, one and a half teaspoon of cardamom, 
This is what makes this blend amazing is the cardamom. Like if you're not putting cardamom in with your pumpkin pie spice, you're doing it wrong. Cause it's like, (laughs) it's a sweet spice, but it's a spicier sweet spice. Like it's a little bit peppery. It's really good. And then I also add a quarter teaspoon salt to that. Um, But then I also, when I'm using that, I don't add, like if the recipe calls for any extra added salt, I usually don't add it in there because this already has salt in it. So those are my two favorite yeah. blends that I always have on hand. I use the I go through like a jar of each of those a week, probably. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I use them well, a that's lot. awesome, and it is it's super easy to make your own blends, mm-hmm. and in the long run, you're saving a lot of money, and it just yeah, so makes sense. Makes sense. All right, so there you have it. Some of our favorite spice blends and how you can use them to benefit your health. Thanks so much for tuning in and remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play and let us know what you'd like to hear about on Instagram at Wellness Speaks Podcast. Check us out online at wellness-speaks.com. Thanks.